0: What up, Coda iRadio Network? This is your boy, DJ Barbecue, with the Tiger Man, Dave Smith, the Maestro of the Megaphone, and Cole Dawson. We start off talking about The Fiend where we left off on the last episode, so this is part two, which is powered by Kback. Rocks. So like I said, we're going to start off where Cole and Dave were talking about The Fiend and Seth Rollins' match, and then we'll go from there. I'd like to thank A big thank you to the boys from Bear Within Us with their hit song, Baker, which you can find on iTunes and Spotify today. Go like their page, follow their page, and support them. I also would like to thank Midwest All Pro Wrestling, MidwestAllProWrestling.com. Get tickets and feel the excitement. Um, A huge thank you to Jekyll and Hyde Barbecue. They have barbecue that's so good. Oh my goodness. It'll put a smile on your face. And to the boys, congratulations to them from Remedy Brewing Company. They're our sponsors. They just got their manufacturing plant to mass produce their 12-ounce cans. They put out there to the masses. Go ahead and look them up on Facebook. Give them a shout-out. Tell them the Eye Radio Network sent you. They've been huge supporters, all of them. Also, we will get down to some of the name and... uh, name changes that the uh, the WWE has given some uh, some athletes. All that and more uh, on the Koda I Radio Network, boys. Here we go, round two. Ding ding.
1: That, that's because they don't know how to build people up properly anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: they've they they, they lost the art of that in WC or WCW. AEW <laughs> is killing it at that. They're doing absolutely phenomenal job of building things up and making me want to watch.
1: Yeah, it's like remember uh, the the Bret Michaels uh, or Bret Hart Shawn Michaels match? Like, <laughs> yes. No matter who won, like, you didn't think less of the other guy. You just thought, you know, hey, that guy just won. You know, that's how it is.
2: Yeah, but, they built it up. It's the two absolute best guys in the business, yeah. and they're finally gonna fight. And who's gonna win? And they, you kind of could tell Sean was gonna win that match, yeah. based on the build up. You know, the boyhood dream and all that stuff. But they did such a good job of building it up that yeah, it didn't hurt. Brett
1: to lose that match, yeah. Okay. But uh, going on, you know, you got that uh, triple threat: uh, Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Shayna uh, Baszler. I yep. think that's going to be a good match. I I uh, I like all three of the women. Uh, Becky's getting a little style to me, you know. I, I love Bailey's heel, heel turn. Uh, I think that's going to be a great match. Uh, Aiden Files, uh, Nakamura, and Strong. Right. That's that's gonna probably be the match of the night. That, it be. should
2: be. It should be. I just I had I've had a huge problem with the way they've handled Nakamura because, yeah, legitimately, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura revived my love of professional wrestling. Uh, you know, at, at Wrestle Kingdom nine when they put it on TV, I started watching his matches, and he's like the most legit professional wrestler out there. When you watch his matches, it feels real, it feels like a fight, and he's so good at building to a perfect finish and he never goes one move too long. He never does it too soon. It's always at the exact perfect time at the build up when the crowd's ready to explode and everyone has their major, you know, collective orgasm together on the one, two, three, which is the way it should be. And they just treated him like he's a jobber, second-tier guy, and they haven't let him do his stuff. And, I don't know, Hunter made him a star on NXT and treated him like the god of wrestling that he is. And then he goes to the main roster, and he's a he's a nut punter. That's his gimmick. Oh, See, I kick people in the balls.
1: I feel that, like, most people on the main roster are treated like jobber to just a few stars. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because like the ones that they treat like jobbers are the ones that are the most talented and with the most potential to be over. And, uh, this will be the match of the night. If the people in back will not take total control over it and let them go out there and do their stuff.
0: So who do you think, who do you think is going to benefit from those two matches between, um, you know, Roderick Strong and Nakamura and, um, who's the, I, I forgot who the other one is. Balor? I've been Balor. No, not Balor. Um, it, I've been concentrating on the women's one, the, the Shayna and, and Bailey. and AJ uh, Styles Becky. is the third person. Okay. We're so AJ Balor. Styles. So who do you think is going <laughs> to benefit out of the three? I'm sorry. I just, I've just been concentrating on the, 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 the three, three, uh, triple threat, uh, match with the women because I just think that's a yeah, talented you. one.
1: Who's going
2: to go over? Yeah. Well, who's just going it's to get the most rub simple. out of the match, I think is what he's asking.
1: It's simple. Who gives a shit? It's going to be a good <laughs> match.
2: Yeah. Well, I as far as who can they actually elevate in this match, AJ Styles is as over as he's ever going to get. He's never going to get more over than he is right now. I think the fact, I, I mean, they proved that. When he went to NXT and they bumped, you know, a quarter million viewers out of just AJ Styles showing up. Um, But Nakamura and Roddy can definitely, well, I mean, Roddy's obviously the one who can benefit the most from it. Because this is going to be his first time on a national pay-per-view on the main roster where everyone's going to get to see him and see what he can do. So this is a chance for him to really get over. But if they can, if they'll just let Nakamura go on the main roster and let him have the match that he's capable of having, then he obviously can elevate to being a top guy. If they would just let him do what he does, he can be a top guy.
0: I mean, I just wish they would like let the chains off on everybody. Like, I mean, oh, for know, sure, like they are on NXT. Right. You know, and
1: but then again, you really can't just let the chains off of everyone. You know what I mean? Then you got a lot more injuries and so on and so forth.
0: Correct. I don't know. But my my opinion mean... is, as I feel like they have more injuries because they're trying to they
2: they're thinking too much. Well, they have more injuries because they wrestle four times a week. Yeah. I mean, like on the indies, you don't have to wrestle four times a week, and there there are nights when you can take off. Like injuries are gonna happen. And, I, and I'm not saying, like, for TV, yeah, on TV you should be having six-minute matches with a, your finisher, that's it. No one kicks out of finishers on TV. No one, you know, does any crazy spots on TV. Save that shit for when people have to pay money to watch it. You think they should go back to that format? 100%. I mean, yeah. look what, they, they're not, yeah, they're, that's what NXT is, and it's doing fine, and it's interesting, and they can build storylines slowly. In, in, at a rate where you can get behind them and, and give it time to, to you know, sit and, and so that everyone can actually get into it. Right. And, and yeah, I I th- I think it would be amazing if they would stop having pay per view main events on TV. I I've been that's it's been killing the business for years. Flat out, that's the thing that's killing the business. It's the thing that's going to hurt AEW in the long run because their roster it's showing right now that their roster isn't as great and stacked as they thought it was. And so you've seen the same six people every single Wednesday – every Wednesday night, and it's the same you know, 12 people on the pay-per-view. So it's – yeah, you, you can't overexpose your talent.
0: I think they dropped the ball on Seth Rollins
2: when yeah, Triple H I just, came I, out
0: there. Yeah, I, mean, I,
2: I just think Seth Rollins isn't that good.
0: Well,
2: I mean, I just think he needs to stay the fuck off Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's the most interesting thing
1: about him. uh, I totally really lost me on him. You know what I mean? Like before, I was like, you know what? He's not too bad. You know, he does a couple couple cool things. And then he starts reading his mouth on Twitter, and I'm just like, ah, fuck that guy, man. Do I want to hear more about that guy? And then it's like I'm more interested about the people shitting on him now. You know what I mean? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you listen to him on interviews now, and it just seems like he comes off as one of those uh, uh, corporate yes-men
2: crybabies that are on there. I mean, he just – it yeah. I just – if you're going to do that, you have to be a heel. If you're a heel and you want to go run your mouth on Twitter and talk about how you're the best in the world and everyone else is minor league, that's fine. But if you're supposed to be the face of the company, yeah, you should maybe not do that because you just end up looking like an asshole – and, well, and, and and pissing the smart
1: marks to, off then they have to edit your booze out of the uh, the live tapings
0: oh i was just <laughs> going to bring that up did you guys notice that that on oh, no. on monday night raw how edited it was and i i, I know i stuttered when i said edited
1: but i uh, i read it and i thought it was kind of funny you know give, give me a chuckle but oh no i'm not going to I'm not going to go watch a Seth Rollins match just to, to hear that.
0: No, it's not even the Seth Rollins match. The whole show was so extremely edited because there was videos out there of people that were over there in England, in UK, that you, could, you couldn't you could even hear Lana speak. So then I'm watching it and I'm going back and forth. And I, I I was like, you know what? That sounds really weird. So I really tried to like listen to it. And you could tell that they lured the background noise up the microphone and then they added like, I don't even know where the, that, that crowd came from. Cause you could tell it wasn't any like, you know, European, like English, um, uh, old English, like, you know, tones in their voice either that were booing or cheering. It was bad. Like all around, like every segment, even when Seth was like talking, they were, you know, saying other chants and I'm like, well, you can't hear that. Cause you can tell like how the audio in the back, if you, if you listen to the pins, um, it kind of hums a little bit, then it just, like, cut out.
1: Oh, maybe they had really bad mics during the show or something. I don't know. Oh, no,
0: the (laughs) the mics were working just fine that the athletes were using and the commentators were using. But you can tell that they dropped the the background.
2: Yeah. It wouldn't be a first time that they pumped in fake noise and tried to make the crowd sound different than what it actually was. It's it's just – it's hard not to think that at some point soon – AEW has a chance of actually being the number one wrestling company in the world, as far as sellouts and you know crowd, the crowd feels. I mean, WWE is making so much money with their Fox contract and with the uh, uh, the Middle East. Like they're making so much money. AEW is never going to make more money than them, but I could see a spot in ten years where. They're not going to the Middle East anymore. Fox does not re-sign their contract. Like it, it already sounds like Fox is just so frustrated. They weren't
0: happy with the storylines from this this last uh, Friday and the well, the uh, I, record low for uh, Radiance, which I I get tired of talking about ratings, but I just had to point that out because that was
2: posted today too. Yeah, but, but it matters. That's why they signed they signed WWE so that they because they felt they'd get a consistent rating with a live show where people are going to watch live and then they're going to watch commercials. Well, they should have gotten MLW. That would have been a lot oh, better. God. MLW would have been the worst thing possible. for Like, they're not ready for Fox. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nobody yeah, but, knows I mean, what it, MLW is. Yeah, but the thing is,
1: though, <laughs> is not, that... it, it would... There's not many wrestling promotions that are ready for Fox. no be honest. But he's not even really ready for Fox.
0: It's true. It's not really for network television because, I mean, you got a damn – you got your wrestler out there, Corbin, looking like the, you know, I don't know, freaking discount, freaking Burger King mascot, you know, and he's out there trying to, like – I don't – I just – it's – his promos are just crap. Like they have a dog like yipping and hollering and a mascot coming out to Roman reigns. Like what are we like watching the extreme HBO version of, uh, the Sesame street kids. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's a level of like PG and then there's just this, I'm a writer. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, you know, PG
2: rating. That's just, it's, completely garbage to me. Yeah, silly, fake, phony bullshit that nobody cares about.
1: You know, right. I, I, a, a picture of, uh, Corbin, Ali, and Shorty G, and, oh my uh, God. It, like, it was like, you know, uh, you know, uh, it was, it, it was like Roman Reigns, Ali, and Shorty G versus, uh, Corbin and, um, I think it was Randy and someone else. And, uh, Corbin, Alley and Shorty G just look fucking goofy.
2: Yeah, he I... does look goofy. Now I don't know why they cut his hair. So stupid. Well, why I, did they give I... him the outfit? He looks because, like because because the owner of the company and the guy who writes the storyline is a seventy-year-old man-child who likes toilet humor.
0: Uh, get Kevin Dunn <laughs> out of there. Out of the company, which probably never happened, but Kevin Dunn needs a go. Um, oh,
2: it will when the old man dies, but...
0: I it just... I, I don't understand, like, this whole whole concept. It's it's like they, they're not even trying anymore, and I know that from... And you guys know some of the sources that I have. Like, I know they made more money after they went to a PG rating because they, you know, the kids came into it. But they're, like, so far past this whole PG thing that they've ran its course... It's just like when they, you know, Hogan or, um, uh, yeah, it was Hogan, and there was a couple other people that were talking about on a documentary about how he noticed, like, oh, it was Rocky uh, the Rock. Like, there's people with this, you know, smiley baby face went forever and ever and ever, and they noticed more and more people were booing and booing and booing, and and sales went down because they were just tired of it. Well, this is the same concept. Like, you got to do something. Like... I mean, you could still sell kids' toys and all that stuff because that's cool, but, you know, it's it something needs to change, that's for sure, because, I mean, my 13-year-old son, you know, was watching it, and he even starts, like, not wanting to pay attention because it's just it's do- boring and dumb.
1: No, 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 the fact is there's no rock right now. There's no Stone Cold. There, there's no real main eventer right now that will carry the company. Well they could've. And that that that's a fact right now. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Right. Corbin can't carry it. Rollins can't carry it. I don't think the fiend can carry it. It's not now. That's well, I, I don't think before either. I, I he like no matter what you think about the fiend, he's not the rock. He's not stone cold.
2: I don't think he has that, that mentality. No, it's... but I think he is he's someone that could be an Undertaker, Andre the Giant type character who gets over the next Hulk Hogan type person. But you you just can't, once a guy loses, like I know that it's wrestling and it's all fake and it's predetermined and everyone knows it's a story, whatever, but it doesn't matter. It's still pretending to be a sport, right? And so Chuck Liddell was like one of the biggest stars in the world. When he was on top at UFC, but what happened after he lost three fights? Nobody gave a shit anymore. So, like, if you brought in a guy, even if it was Roman, like I would let's not say Roman Reigns because he can't cut a promo, but if you can find a guy who's a baby face who people actually like, who could cut a promo, like if you took AJ Styles and you just said nobody's gonna beat this guy no matter whatever, and he and stop treating him like a chicken shit. Because like right now, Cody Rhodes is over. I mean, he is so over. He's so over that when MJF kicked him in the balls in 2019, in a smart wrestling town in Baltimore, fans threw stuff at MJF. That reminded, smart people. That smart reminded arts. me
0: of of, of <laughs> when I was 17 and I went to a show. It was the first time WCW ever went to the uh, Sioux Falls Arena, and the NWO had that heat. You know, I got, I got shit from you because I, you know, stated like, Hey, we agree, you know, not to throw things. And you were like, we, uh, that's like (laughs) old heat. And I knew you were going to respond on that, but like, you know, through a brawl broke out, but (laughs) But a brawl broke out because, uh, Kevin Nash like stopped and completely went out of their, their, their character. And he goes, you guys need to stop throwing garbage or else we're going to end the show right now. And, you know, people, you know, obviously thought it was just, you know, egging the crowd on and keep going and that. And, like, no, he ended the thing. Somebody threw another bottle at one of the wrestlers that were down. It was a water bottle. Uh, No, it was a pop bottle. When they were down on the mat, and this guy came busting over the railing and started a brawl with everybody, and then the cops came. It was ridiculous. So, like, yes, I understand the heat, but – you know, getting back to the whole Fiend thing Like, Dave, do you kind of see what, like, Cole's saying, though? Because if they would have uh, kept him
1: No, kept... I, I I don't agree I, I I think even if they, like, let him go on a winning streak Like, the Fiend still wouldn't be that guy I think, I think AJ could have been that guy uh, But they don't want to push him to be that guy right now Uh, The last guy we had that was that guy was Daniel o'Brien
0: Right, and then they're some whatever they're doing with his, you know, storyline. Yeah,
2: but Daniel Bryan was a total accident.
0: I yeah, mean, he did exactly. it on
2: himself. Uh, the company was fighting it; they didn't want him to get over. But he's so freaking good just,
1: that made him over so much more, just like he did with Austin.
2: Yes, which is fine. Like you can do, you can you can get an underdog over that way. But again, that's how you get him over. You you keep putting stuff in their way and make them fight from underneath. Like, <clears throat> yeah, you're never going to have a heel be that guy that sells T-shirts and it gets really over to the point where he the, the heel is going to sell out the arena. But if you get a guy who's over like Flair was and the NWO – or sorry, not the NWO. Sorry, the Four Horsemen. Oh, my goodness. If you get a Four Horsemen group that's completely dominant, has all the titles – they beat they they don't ever win, but they somehow seem to keep their titles every single week. And you just keep building up the baby faces to get them over to a point. But when you finally do put that baby face over as the champion, that guy is going to be the guy.
0: That's what they should have done with uh, AJ Styles and the club. They should have done that right away and pulled the trigger on that one, and kept going with that. Added you well, know into think- it.
2: Yeah, I think they should have brought them in and made them a top heel faction and made AJ the champ and made uh, Finn the uh, the intercontinental or U.S. champ or whatever and then put the, t- the tag titles on the guys and just let them dominate for a year. Right. And then you try to build up the next guy. It, yeah. And To me, Nakamura is a, could be a megastar. If they would tr- let him be a heel, give him a manager so he can cut promos, whatever, don't make him go out there and cut – Shitty promos in broken English.
1: But but now it's like, what's the point? Who are they going to fucking feud with? Shorty G? Exactly. Because they kill everybody. They got they have, like, people with shit fucking gimmicks now. Fucking... That, that can't do shit. It, it, there's no reason to do it. And uh, that, that's what's really killing WWE. The
0: Shorty G thing is just absolutely ridiculous, man. I mean, I understand the the stature, but Ali is the same freaking height, and they're not saying crap about his, which is just absolutely ridiculous. To even, I don't even know where they're getting to the point on the oh, whole Shorty G thing. What was that?
1: Ali's oh, fucking goofy looking, too. Yeah, but so, at least he's
0: – at least, you know, I mean – I don't know. Maybe some of those guys need to go go back, but I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot by uh, signing all those individuals because, like, going back to what you two said, they have a lot of athletes that are top-notch, you know, stars that aren't mid carters and they're killing them, you know? Name five of them right now between the both of you, like, who they've killed already. Cesaro? Yeah?
1: Killed fucking everyone, like... (laughs) Yeah. That, that's why they don't have a fucking face in the company, because they fucking killed them all.
2: Yeah, nobody's special in the company. It's, they tried to make Roman special, but he's not special. And he wasn't ready for it. He can't cut a promo. He can't sell to save his life. And his matches are repetitive and boring. So, But they tried. Like They actually treated him the way you need to treat someone to make him the face of your company. And unfortunately for them, they did the same thing with John Cena 15 years ago when he wasn't ready and so the fans still shit on Cena at this point, even though now he's a phenomenal wrestler. Like he's he's fantastic. John Cena is great in the ring, but the only thing that's special in the company right now is Brock Lesnar, and everyone complains about him because he's special.
0: I think <laughs> he's they, a heel. I think they could get a huge rub off of uh, Cena if they would just let Cena be a heel for a whole year and a half. Oh,
2: for sure. If and, they brought Cena back for like six, eight months. Like from, from like SummerSlam till next Mania and let him be a heel and put the title on him and then decide who the guy's going to be and build that baby face up along Cena as the top heel and then you go to Mania and that guy takes the strap off Cena and then Cena goes away it would be
1: huge but, but see the thing is, is back then Austin in, in order to be Austin he beat Bret Hart he beat Yokozuna he beat Shawn Michaels, he beat The Rock, he beat Triple H, he beat all these names. If someone comes in and beats John Cena, who else are they going to fucking beat? Yeah, but that's you what know, I'm the,
2: saying. You have to, you, that has to be the last guy. There, there, there
1: has to be a lot more people built up to beat that has meaning. You know what I mean? It's And there, there's no one there.
0: They could have had Rusev if they would have listened to the crowd at that Royal Rumble. And would have just changed things and be like, you know what? These crowds are really eating up Rusev. They could have pulled the trigger and not had Roman Reigns win that uh, Royal Rumble. They should have just yeah, let well, Rusev I'll do that. Yeah, i disagree
2: with you there because Rusev is not a star. Look what happened with Kofi this year. They listened to the fans and gave them that their was a flavor whole of different the month guy. That was a whole it's, different but time. It, no, it's not. It's all the same time. It's the same. John Cena and Roman, same thing. If they would have done that with Rusev, it'd have been the same exact thing as Kofi. You got a mid-level well, talent who can't sell up who can't put butts in the seats with his mic work. I'm sorry. Can you really but fully you blame promo, just him though? I mean, the yeah, booking, the book, yeah, the yeah, booking's the one that matters good. though. I don't think he books himself. That's the problem. No, but it's it's not. The booking can only get you as over as you can get yourself over to a certain degree. Like the booking can get you to a certain point and then when they put you in the the top spot, you have to be able to you have to be able to have the matches to back it up. Right. And Rusev is a good worker. Like he's like a B level worker. Like you know his matches are good. He can have like he had some really great matches with Nakamura, but you're talking about an A plus worker. Like, you know, the, the problem, the real problem is if we want to get down to brass tacks, the biggest problem they have is that they want to use everybody every single night. Every Monday night, every Thursday night has to have all the top stars crammed in there. And they have way too many people. It's oh, just do. flat out they do. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, but you have to come up with a hierarchy. And you have to have jobbers. You have to have mid-carders. And then your stars have to be special.
1: The, the, the thing that uh, that that's really getting down to brass tacks is that um, the, the last uh, handful of pay per views, the uh, they're they're going the, the WCW route where the uh, the pre show matches actually are better than the whole show. <laughs> and and yeah, that's the, the undercards. The, yeah, yeah, it, it, that, that's 100 it. You know what I mean? Where um like, uh, last year, all the uh, the Cruiserweight title matches that were uh, on the free-for-all were, were so much better than most of the matches on, like, the entire fucking card. And those are the characters that they let go out and fucking do it because they don't give a shit about them. You know what I mean?
0: It made those 205 guys look like clowns.
2: Well, yeah, because they have the 205 guys go out there, and they've got no restrictions. And they let them go because they don't give a shit about them, and they're not going to make them any money ever. And so, yeah, the matches they're having are better. But, no, I mean...
1: But they're never going to be a top star, no. Yeah,
2: yeah who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, where, where the fuck's Buddy Murphy? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah.
2: Well, I think what we've seen is that they, and they've severely dropped the ball on Pac. Or Pac, as they're calling him now. Um, that dude is a great worker. And he's got a great look. And he can cut a promo. And he's a great heel. And that's like there's a, I think they they de- I know they have the talent there that they could put together a show that would be compelling and interesting and exciting and they have the talent where they could blow everything out of the water if they would start booking it right and treat making people seem like stars and treat them like stars. Give them credibility,
0: that's for sure. I don't think a lot of them ever have any credibility. It's the same old, um, you know, right before we go here, we got about six more minutes. But, you know, you have everybody, every match that if you watch it, everybody does the same moves. And Oh, yeah, you know, that's annoying too. It, it is. And then I was like, oh, wow, look it. It's a, it's a uh, what, what do you guys call that in the business where the guy doesn't really win? It's always a two. Or they, they, you know... They, they. Oh, the false finish. Yeah, the false a... finish, yeah. So it's it's always that. It's about, like, maybe, I think, three. But at the fourth one, somebody actually wins. And it doesn't make sense why they win. Or else it's just a bunch of squash matches. Which is... Yeah. It's just... It's ridiculous.
1: And that's well, what I mean, I'm saying. Go ahead. The, the, the false finish is a central part of a uh, of a match in psychology and everything.
2: Well, it, it is a, in a big right, match. Yeah, I well, mean, but, but they need to do it in a big match. You know, yeah, like yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with the six-minute match, and then someone hits their finisher, and they go home. That's
1: it. No, no, not at all.
2: Because now everyone expects everyone to kick out six or seven times before the match is over, and so they don't they don't get excited for the finishers anymore. <clears throat> right.
1: Well, uh, at the closing point, uh, fuck uh, Shorty G. Oh. <laughs> uh.
2: It's not his fault. He's a good worker.
1: Yeah, but uh there goes his career, man. There goes his career. Right. Yeah, he's done.
2: Yeah. Well just
0: like the, the done. just No like one's the... gonna
1: take him fucking serious after that.
0: Just like... Yeah, ever again. No. He's a jobber. Right, and just like War Machine, you know? They they changed their names and they've completely dropped their ball right when they debuted on the main roster. Like ruined their career. Um
2: I don't know. I I uh, no, I thought they handled it well when they came in. You can't be on a mainstream television show and call yourself the War Raiders. you got to change – you know, I get it. you got to change – or War – oh, you're talking about War Machine with uh, – who are we talking with about? The, with the I'm Viking getting, Raiders. They were called okay, War yeah, Machine the before Raiders. they came yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there were the War Raiders on NXT. Yeah, I was okay with that. And they actually did – I thought they treated them well for the first six or eight weeks where they had them just destroying people on TV and they weren't out there every week, they'd do a promo one week, and then they'd just go out and squash the shit out of somebody. <clears throat> That's how you, you should bring in a team. I, the silly names is whatever. That that doesn't, I don't, to me, that doesn't hurt anybody. But when you bring out a team and the whole audience is chanting war, 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 and you're like, no, no, they're the Viking Raiders. It's like, okay, you know, shut up. Right. <laughs> I mean, they, they started okay with them. And then it just, once they get, once they elevate them up to where they're in the mix for the title, then yeah, they're going to lose. It, it, it's 50, 50. Everyone's going to be 50, 50. And if everyone's 50, 50, then nobody's special and nobody matters. And so, Oh, well, well,
0: anything else you guys are going to be doing here in the next uh, couple days since it's uh, upcoming uh, to the beginning of the week.
1: I'm writing uh, hate letters to shorty G <laughs>
2: uh I will actually be celebrating my 13th wedding anniversary tomorrow so nice there's that 13 congrats. years married congrats. to what yeah thank you thank you and then so,
1: uh, I said congrats too uh that's a long time to put up with you
2: yeah more like I'm sorry I think is the appropriate thing yeah I've <laughs> been with um, them for 16 dude. years I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: I used to spend weeks at a time with him,
2: and I know how you feel. Yeah, there's a reason David and I hadn't seen each other in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god, oh that's funny. Well, guys, thank you for uh, having time to do the show again. Um, we need to uh, get together and see what this week of the uh, roller coaster wrestling roller coaster does. Um, I think we should just uh, pray that they pull this off because uh, when, again, is the uh, TakeOver and the Survivor
2: Series coming up? Uh, we still have one more week. That is next Saturday and Sunday. I mean, so, I, I, yeah. yes, I will be praying for good health and no more injuries. and
0: We seriously have one more week of, yeah. of this. Oh, my God. That's God. right. Please. So, please do something yeah. right, WWE. Please. <laughs> Here's well, one. I just... One thing I want to right. say, and I don't know if you two will agree with me, and I bet you do. One of you at least shorty will. Shorty G? No, yeah, that too. Say it again. Fuck Shorty G. Okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I want to see NXT go over on 78% of every match, or uh, like win 78% of the matches at Survivor Series.
1: Well, everyone does. that That's the point of it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's like any other Invasion angle they've done in the history of life. The only way to get the new new kid on the block over is to let them win matches.
0: Yeah, but, you know, their track record right now, I could see them. Oh, know, I know, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, Roman's going to gonna win over uh, all of them.
2: Yeah, they Keep should it just it have Roman match. win six matches in a row on the pay-per-view. That would be great. So I mean, just do or run a, in a on every match. Win. No,
0: this isn't South Park, so we're not going to go there. <laughs> So, that being said, uh, my name's uh, DJ Barbecue, this is the Tiger Man, and we got Cole Dawson. Uh, Love you guys, thank you for coming on the show, and we'll uh, talk to you all later.
1: Sounds good. Imagine a world where boring DJs play the same 40
0: songs over and over. Another deep cut by Aerosmith. Walk this way on Boring 102.7. Where radio stations play 16 minutes of commercials every
1: hour. <laughs> this is Carrie from Gary Chevrolet.
0: And I'm Carrie from Jerry Chevrolet. Where the request line just
2: rings
0: and rings and rings. And rings. That would suck. Radio doesn't have to suck. The only live, local rock and roll radio show anywhere in the Sioux Empire. Actually playing music in the morning and the music you want to hear. Your requests at 605-215-5272. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Tune in at KbackRadio.com. On Apple Music or on your Alexa or Google Home enabled device. Also on the live 365 and tune in mobile radio app. KbackRadio.com. This isn't some corporate VP of programming's rock. This is is our rock. I'd like to give a thanks out once again to Remedy Brewing Company. Uh, Like I said, congratulations. Uh, You've been huge supporters for us. Uh, I want to give another huge thank you to Midwest All Pro Wrestling. Go to MidwestAllProWrestling.com. Get tickets, get information, feel the excitement. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde Barbecue, uh, like I said, they got barbecue so good they'll put a smile on your face. Uh, all those sponsors, thank you very much. You make the show possible. Find them all on Facebook. Find them on Twitter. Like I said, tell them, send them a message, give them a holler, and say that the Coda i Radio Network sent you. Um, that being said, this was another great episode of Pro Wrestling Uncut with the Tiger Man and Cole Dawson. Uh, everybody, you know what, bear within us, thank you, take us out, peace everybody!